For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, from the capital city of the United States of America, Washington, D.C., ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Bosses only hang with bosses. Bosses never take a loss. Boss never is a runner. Boss steady doing numbers. They say my back against the wall, but I'm ten toes deep, and I'm still standing tall. I'm way, way, way up. These haters get their weight up. Never gonna take a loss. Blessed day to be a boss. Oh, oh. They say my back against the wall, but I'm ten Ready. <laughs> Best intro ever, man. <laughs> I need to come out to that to all of my podcasts from now on. I want Michael Buffer in the building next time, and especially for the NBA Finals. But disregard all that, I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And you are listening to the Out of My League podcast, where we are here to give you all the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and, of course, the news <laughs> for sure man for sure we had a good weekend we did man we had a good weekend uh happy fourth of july to all those out for there sure. who celebrated i hope everyone was safe mm-hmm. my um apartment sounded like call of duty last it night did. i have no idea what was going on outside we were in the trenches i seen no fireworks <laughs> in the air yet i heard plenty of shots outside <laughs> it was really intense but man over the weekend we had nba basketball and now it's set yeah. The finals officially here. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> the NBA finals match is set to kick off this week as the Milwaukee Bucks will take on the Phoenix Suns, which is going to be an explosive battle. But first and foremost, Deshaun, how are you feeling heading feel to the series? Look, man, I feel great. I feel great. Uh, where it is, uh, CP's hand is doing Chris Paul. His hand is doing pretty much uh, doing doing a lot better. Um, I know he tore a couple ligaments in his hand against the Clippers, mm-hmm. um, so the hand is doing a little bit better. Uh, you get rest for you know your Bookers, your Aitons. Um, Cam Johnson's coming back because he didn't play Game Six. I know uh, he got sick all of a sudden. It was weird. Shocker to me. I know um, we were talking about him getting more yeah. minutes, putting him in the starting lineup, and then Jay Crowder went crazy. Yeah. That's your fault. That's what you get. It's not my fault. He <laughs> played terrible. That's exactly what you get. You Good. Was, you was, I'm glad he <laughs> reverse psychology. He, he definitely heard the pod. Yeah. He, he definitely heard you talking my that boy track. Listening. He's like, oh, yeah? All right, watch this. Bro, been watch trashed that. the whole series and just turn up game six. <laughs> Deshaun calling for his minutes. Oh, word? My starting spot, huh? All right, bet. <laughs> he put on a clinic out there. He, he was, was going shooting. crazy. He was shooting. He was letting that thing, that thing ride. Yeah. But nah, man, you feeling good, man? Feeling I feel good. good. Feel, feeling good. Feel good. As long y'all, as everybody's healthy. Yep. Y'all closed it out in six yeah. in LA. I was pretty surprised um, at the score. Mm-hmm. You actually called the blowout. Yep. I know I picked the Clippers to win that game, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was more so of a blowout, so salute to you. Didn't think it would go the way it did, but Chris Paul, Trey Fo in the building, he went crazy. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he went stupid. 41 <laughs> had, points, man. Had Pat Bev out there losing it. Bruh. What a loser. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, what a loser, bro. <laughs> like, what a loser. That cheap shot. I'm not going to lie. I would be furious, too, if somebody that was 36 years old was outscoring my entire team in the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> 
Chris Paul scored like nine straight in the fourth himself. Yeah. Clippers were stuck. Yeah, they, they had no answer. They had no answer, and Pat Bev was just fed yeah, up. He was like, man, I can't. They ain't going to try to apologize afterwards. That was whack. Yeah, it was weak. That was whack. Yo, man, good luck in the finals, bro. Shut up. <laughs> you, don't mean, you don't mean him good luck. You're lying. He is lying. You're, you're, you're lying. What did that say about the Clippers season, though, given their postseason success, even without Kawhi? Were you shocked at all? Um, honestly, I feel as though that the Clippers, they played pretty well. They played inspired basketball. Mm-hmm. They felt like uh, they played with that underdog mentality. Like everybody counted they us did. out without they Kawhi, did. yada, yada, yada. Um, honestly, this series should have went five games. Um, Phoenix, for some reason, in game five, just decided to, that they were going to, like the Clippers were going to lay over and. They just take the beating, but yeah, and they came out and they flat. came out flat. Yeah, yeah. Came out flat. So they, they realized game six, like, nah, we're just gonna take them out, and they won by almost thirty. So yeah, yeah, they did. They, they won big. Like they won big. I think it said a lot about the Clippers. I think they had a lot more resiliency than I thought. Yeah. Um, I didn't think that they would fare that well without Kawhi. I was actually shocked that they got to where they were mm-hmm. as far as in the series. Reggie Jackson played amazing yes. basketball. Yes. Played his way into a new contract, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure. He will be a hot commodity this offseason. Yeah. And yeah, he had a great, great postseason. And Paul George, I can't say enough about him, even though he had not one of his greatest games, obviously. Game six was not a great yeah, game. Yeah, that was not a good game for Paul George. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe I'm actually potting because I said I wasn't going to pot. And I called <laughs> this. I called this. <laughs> crazy. I should walk out right now. Like Crazy. I should walk out right now. But no, nah, man, like Paul George still – had an unbelievable postseason. Yeah. I think his best one so far. Yeah. His best yeah. one so far. He played great. He just went up against a better team. Yeah. And he had one of his signature moments scoring 41 in game five. So, yeah. Salutes off to him. But game six, brother, I called yeah. this one. Nah, yeah. It, it, it got <laughs> ugly. Chris Paul let everybody know yeah. that he can still hoop. Everybody counted him out. They shipped him out to OKC. Thought it was over for him. And now look at him. Yeah. I don't know who pissed Devin Booker off, but he just started dunking like driving. <laughs> I was like, De- <laughs> It's so I don't know what it is, man, because he's like the babyface assassin. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, really? I can't I can't take his anger serious when he out there like, <laughs> like yeah. I just don't see him as threatening. It's like I just I know he can get buckets, but he doesn't seem like a threat. You to think me. this man a kitten? Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know, man. He hey, D book. Nah, he, man. He you gotta go off now. <laughs> he just seems nah. Like he can hoop. Like yeah, yeah he will kill you on the court. Yeah. Like he can give you buckets, but like. It, the aggression is like, hey, yeah. calm down, man. <laughs> let somebody else be that guy. Like, let Jay Crowder do all the screaming <laughs> and all the angry stuff. But nah, man, Devin Booker played great. Um, I know he hooping. got he got hit in the nose again. Oh I, my god, I, I, was I was worried. I was worried as well. I was like, that doesn't look good. But he came back, bounced back. I think he dropped sixteen after that, which is crazy. Yeah. Like he was hooping. I think he had like twenty two that game. But yeah, I'm talking about after he got hit in the nose. Oh yeah, like, yeah, after, sixteen after points. He, yeah. After, after he got hit in the nose, like he was on a tear. Yeah. Like he. Like people thought that you know he was gonna kind of take it mm-hmm. easy, and I I did too because I was like I'm a little worried, but yeah. he didn't let the injury bother him nah, at all. He was he, yeah, he was the one that decided not to wear a mask. Yeah. So, I mean, nah, shouts out and props to him. Like he went off for sure. Yeah, he went off. I want to jump to the other side of things because the Greek freak, big injury, trying to make a defensive play mm-hmm. and came down knee buckled, and I thought he was done. I did too. Um, I'm hearing right now that he is probably going to play game one. Uh, I'm hearing it's day to day, and I don't, I, I don't expect him game one. I, I don't expect him to come back. Period. Me personally, yeah. I don't think he should come back mm-hmm. because I think that there's more of a jeopardy on the rest of the Bucks' future if he hurts his knee again. Yeah. 
Um, but they, they're saying he's day to day, and I know that they have strong consideration that he could potentially play game one. So I'm just playing game one. We all know yeah. how that. We all know how that goes. Mm-hmm. I think they'll try to get him at least to game two, just because I feel like it's pivotal for them yeah. to at least get one of those wins in Phoenix yeah. if they want to have a chance of winning the series. I know uh, they asked Mike Budenholzer um, after the game, and you know they, he basically was very non-committal on it. And from from what. Uh, Malik Andrews is reporting. She's mm-hmm. saying that he hasn't done anything on the court so far up until like yesterday, mm-hmm. where it's his first time on the court since the injury. So yeah, we'll see, but I don't expect him to play tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm hearing that the Suns are preparing as if he is playing, but also have a game plan right. for if he doesn't play as well. Yep. But on to that series, man, the Hawks, Ice Trey came back game six and they blew it. Yeah. They yeah. blew it big in time. In Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. In, in Atlanta, which is, which is bad. Right. But I want to talk about that Bucks team, man, that game five, when they came out and dominated the Hawks, mm-hmm. big man basketball, Brooke Lopez yeah. in the paint. Cooking. He ain't been in the paint all season. I know. <laughs> he ain't been in the paint all season. Drew Holiday. Yeah. Cooking. What does that tell you about this Bucks team, man? It, it just tells me it's a next man up mentality. Um, I feel like this team, they, Gotta knew, have that. they knew what it was. And, you know, a younger Hawks team, they weren't going to let them intimidate and smaller team as well. So they just hammered yes. that paint. Yep. Um, and there, honestly, there was nobody to challenge Brooke Lopez. Um, in the paint, so <laughs> which, which is shocking to say because you don't see Brooke Lopez now as right. a threat, but no, he was he bodied him. Yeah, he was getting it done in the inside, and I've been saying this this entire series that I just felt like the Hawks were too small. They're small. Yeah, I just felt like the Hawks were too small, and it showed. Like Brooke Lopez had one of his best games of his postseason career. Yeah, arguably his best his game career. Of his, yeah, of his yeah of his career in general. Yeah. So yeah, he was hooping, and then Chris Middleton came out. Close last, it out. Yeah, close it out in six. And now, yeah, they're on to the finals, man. Hawks, real quick. I know Nate McMillan just reached an agreement mm-hmm. to become the permanent yep. full-time head coach for the Hawks. Salute to him. For sure. Salute to him. What does this run say about the Hawks? And what is one thing that they can do in the offseason to keep this momentum going, per se? Because I don't think any of us mm-hmm. had them going this far. But what will it take for them to get back to this similar type of success? Yeah, I feel like the Hawks are such a young team. Um, I would I would get some more size for one. Mm-hmm. I would get another score that can create their own shot outside of Trey. I know I know they're talking about re-signing Lou Williams because he's a free agent now. Yep. I would I would sign uh Lou Williams back to make him mm-hmm. yep. you know coming off the bench for Trey. And he stepped up. He yeah. st- he's he, he, he stepped what? up. Lemon Pepper Lou nah, had Yeah, nah, he stepped he stepped yeah. up in uh Trey Young's absence, for especially sure. that game four. He yeah. stepped up big time for them. Yeah, yeah, what, twenty eight, yeah. something like that? Like, yeah. He ste- he stepped up big time for them. So yeah, I would I would re sign Lou Williams. I don't know what they're gonna do with John Collins. If if they let John Collins walk in free agency, he's going to get paid. Um but I feel like they need some size. I need they need somebody a bigger body because if they're in the Eastern Conference, look at look who, who's in the Eastern Conference. You got Joe Embiid and yep. the Sixers, and they're big uh, with Dwight Howard as well. You got the Bucks. You got Miami, who's going to be probably bigger next year. Yep. Like you got the Nets, probably going to get a, a, some more size in the paint. Like and, and it's the Nets. Right. And, and it's they, the Nets. Like they have KD, Kyrie. Yeah. You need Harden. some size. Um. You know. I feel like. You know they're they're probably going to address that. I'm sure that they realize like look, okay. we, we can't get hammered in the paint like that to Brook Lopez. Like yeah, we, it yeah, can't like, happen. You can't you can't give up that amount of points right. to Brook Lopez and expect to win the game and then come back game six. Trey Young, who wasn't 100 mm-hmm. percent, said he wasn't 100 percent, but he still you know wanted to play. Obviously, didn't yeah. have a great game either. Nope, unfortunately. And yeah, they just weren't able to close it out, man. But I mean, my hats offered to the Hawks. Like, yeah, guess what? Yeah. Them boys young. 
And yeah. they're going to be there. No, yeah. They're, they're young, and Trey Young just put people on notice. Like, yeah. hey, I'm coming. Yep. Like, I'm coming. And Look who he knocked off. <laughs> yeah. Li- no, literally. Yeah. Knocked off the Sixers, beat the Knicks. Yeah, to a lesser degree Yeah, Knicks, to, a, to, but, a, to a lesser but degree, the, obviously. But the, the Sixers is a big, huge win. That's huge. A huge. Win. Yeah, huge win. Like, that's a huge win. And you took, I mean, look, you you took, <laughs> you took the Bucks, the Eastern Conference champions, to yep. six games with an injured Trey Young. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, they have nothing to hang their hats right. on. Like, they played great. Yeah. All right, man, let's look ahead to the finals mm-hmm. because... That's what it's all about now. Best of, best of seven. Yeah. or Yeah, best of seven mm-hmm. series. First one of four wins. Give me one way that the Bucks can win this series. The Bucs, uh, they can win this game or this series. Mm-hmm. They can win this series if, A, they neutralize Devin Booker, and, B, they stop DeAndre Aiden. If they neutralize both of those guys, it's going to be hard for the Suns to score, you know, with points like that. I mean, CP's going to get his, obviously. You're going to have guys like Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges. They're going to score. Um, but the key is DeAndre Ayton for one because if he gets going and he's dropping 20-20, you know, I mean, 20 or 15 and 20 yeah. and 16, like yep. it's really hard to stop the Suns if, if he gets going. Um, and then Devin Booker, you know, he's he's a walking bucket. He, he can get you a bucket at any point in time. If he's lighting you up for 30 a game, I mean, I'm sorry. You're losing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is true. Give me the most important player on the Suns in this series. It is Devin Booker and DeAndre. I, I, it, it's both of them. I'm sorry. I can't give you one. It's it's both because. I need one. Pick You, you got to give me one. I'll give you DeAndre Aiden. And the reason I'm picking DeAndre Aiden is this. I feel like, A, he's going to need to be the big man. I mean, he's a seven-footer. He's mm-hmm. he can Obviously, he can guard Brooke Lopez. I mean, yep. yes. <laughs> so he should be able to stop that. If Giannis comes back, I'm sure they'll put him on him. So, DeAndre Aiden's going to be huge. I mean, he's going to need to be huge on the boards. He's going to be need, need to be huge in the pick-and-roll game, the high pick-and-roll. He's going to need to be huge and defensively, like scoring the, around the Agreed. basket, Agreed. grabbing boards. Like, he's going to need to be active. He's going to have to be on the glass. Heavy. Um, yes. Heavy. And, you know, I feel like he can do it. I, I, I really feel like, I mean, DeAndre Aiden, he's only 22 years old. He's still young, but he's he could be a monster at times. Like he can really take over I games, agree. which he did in the Lakers series. He did it against the Nuggets, and then he did it against against the Clippers. So I feel like DeAndre Ayton in his own, he needs to take over again. And you know, I I, I would imagine we're going to see a lot of double doubles from him. All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take it to Chris Paul. Okay, I'm gonna take it to Chris Paul solely because one, I think without him, the offense is a little staggered, and I feel like he's gonna have to run that offense to a T because they're going up against a team that is. Just as big, if not bigger, than them. Yeah. The Bucks are a big team. They're big. Yeah, the Bucks, the Bucks are yeah. a big team. So I think that he's gonna have to do a lot to dictate and facilitate the offense to mm-hmm. set up on those pick and rolls. He's yeah. gonna have, need to have that mid-range going. Mm-hmm. And I also want to say it's gonna be him because I feel like on defense, he's gonna be at a little of a mismatch. Um Drew Holiday's a bigger guard than he him. He is for sure. Drew Holiday's a, a bigger guard Definitely than, him. Bigger Mid- than him. Mid- Middleton bigger yeah. than him. And those are like their primary mm-hmm. guards yeah. so they're going to be controlling the ball a lot so he's going to have to hold his own yeah per se because unless the Suns plan on running zone mm-hmm. um chris paul is going to be finding himself in a lot Man of message. one-on-ones yeah a lot of one-on-ones and i think that the bucks are going to look to attack i yeah. feel like they're going to look to attack and they're going to look to use their size and try to wear you down mm-hmm. and if i'm looking at the bucks i think the most important person on their team is going to be drew holiday to me he's going to be the most important because yeah. i think just like I think Phoenix, I think that Booker's going to get his. Mm-hmm. I, th- I don't think you're stopping Booker from getting his points. Yeah. He's going to get his points. Mm-hmm. I think if Giannis plays and he's somewhat 
healthy. Mm-hmm. He's going to be able to get his points. Mm-hmm. I think Middleton will find a way to get his points. Yeah. But I think that team looks more like a championship caliber team when Drew Holiday is attacking and getting his mm-hmm. points. And I he came out game five. He had their first nine, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And he was on attack mode the whole night yeah. in the paint, hitting mid-range shots, taking his man to the basket. So I think that he's going to be their key to victory if yeah. they need him. And I'm going to flip this over, too, because I feel like that Drew Holiday statement is really going to be important for the Bucks too, because no, in, I, in I the, agree wholeheartedly. In that, in that high pick and roll game, if he's not fighting through the pick and Chris Paul gets to his spot every time it's over, he's going to kill you with the mid range. So mid-range, you need to be careful. I, I, I want to say against um, against the Clippers, he went eight for nine from three or yep. something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, it was something like that. Like he was because they kept on leaving him open. Yeah, it's like he, like he, he can was, shoot. If, if he shoot, if he's shooting like that, good luck. Yeah, like if he's shooting like that, good luck. But yeah. Like he's gonna have to get over those screens, and he's gonna have to fight through because you can't leave Chris Paul, who has the best mid range in the game. Yes, you can't leave him open. You can't leave him open on the three point line yeah. either because clearly he can knock him down. But I think that he's gonna have to be aggressive from the start defensively. I think that's just gonna be yeah. an interesting matchup to watch. And I, also too, you look at the centers. You know, the big man for the Bucks. If they're not coming down on the pick and roll, as soon as he does that, st- that stutter step, yep. and if you're not coming up to guard him, it's over for you. He's he's going to pop the mid range. No, I and, I agree. And honestly, if if I had to guess, you you could probably put CP three one at mid range and Devin Booker two at mid range. So you got two dudes who will eat you up from mid range. And if you're a team that that is is really hesitant on stepping out on guards, especially how big they are in the paint, if Giannis and Brook Lopez are in the paint. You better step out. Like, I, like here's the thing, and here's here's what's going to kill them. If they don't, let's say the high pick and roll with CP3, you're gonna have DeAndre and set the pick. CP's gonna go across. He always wants to go to his right to the mid range, and DeAndre Ayton's going in the back for an alley. You gotta pick your poison if if you're a big with the Bucks because you're either gonna follow Ayton and 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 give up the mid range, or you're gonna guard CP and give up the the alley. So like. Here and that's that's the give and take of, of trying to defend that pick and roll. And if you try to put send two SCP, you're gonna have bridges open, bookers are gonna be open, crowders gonna be open, like all these guys can shoot. So th- th- that's the that's the battle that if you're Mike Budenholzer, who are you gonna guard? Who who's the emphasis on defensively? Is it gonna be CP? Is it gonna be Booker? Is it gonna be Aiden? Because if you if you double Aiden, you got shooters. If you double Booker, you got CP. If you don't, like you know, it's it's it's, it's pick and choose. So you got to figure out what you're gonna do. I don't know. I'm just not seeing. And I know I understand what mm. you're saying. I don't know if they're gonna double Aiden as much. I think they have enough size to at least bang with yeah. Aiden down low. Yeah. They they have enough size for that. The the caveat with, against the Suns is they can shoot. Yeah. They have shooters from everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. They have they have shooters. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're going to have to just fight through the screen. Yeah. Like, I think as the game goes on, you'll see kind of if they're in rhythm or mm-hmm. not. Because, like you said, if Chris Paul gets to his spots, he's he's taking those yeah. shots. Yeah. And, I mean, nine times out of ten, he's going to hit them. Yeah. But if he's not hitting them, maybe they keep doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But eventually, you're going to have to switch up right. when he's either burning you off the three-point line mm-hmm. slash mid-range or he's going behind you with those eight and alleys yeah. and those those slashes, mm-hmm. things like things like that. So he's yeah, he's gonna eventually have to make a decision and pick his poison. But that's why I think that Drew Holiday is the most important player because has to play well. He yeah, he not only does he have to command the offense as far as posting up mm-hmm. and taking advantage of the the size difference, yeah. because that's what he was doing heavy mm-hmm. against the Hawks. Like he was getting to the paint. And I think he's gonna have to do that against the Suns. But on defense, 
Chris Paul is literally in command right. of the floor. Like you do what he does, you do what he wants you to do. Mm-hmm. Like he dictates everything. Right. So it's going to be very key for them. How do you see this series going as far as games? I would say Phoenix and seven. Um, I think, think it goes all seven. Yeah. Okay. I think I think Phoenix is going to win the first two at home. Okay. Um, and then I think it's going to get dicey on the road. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to split. Um, if anything, but they, I mean, they could, they could just do two and two and it'll be tied to yeah, two series. Two. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this is, this is a really good series because of the talent that's on displayed on the floor. And you're going to look at that Chris Middleton matchup. Um, if that's, I had, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. That's going to be an interesting matchup. It's going to be Mikael Bridges on him. Um, and then, you know, once, once he comes out of the game, it's going to be, um, you know, Tory Craig's and and Cam Johnson's. Do you not? Do you not try to put a Crowder on him? Maybe to rattle him up. No need bit? to. No need. Nope. No need to. I think Crowder's fine. If 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 Giannis is playing, I'll put Crowder on Brook Lopez and I'll put DeAndre Aiden on Giannis, and that's how I'll go. Um, Are you worried? Well, unfortunately, because of injuries, I don't think Giannis will be as mobile. I was yeah. going to say, are you worried about the Giannis explosive factor, but mm-hmm. he's not going to be. Nope. I don't think he'll be able to be as explosive. Yeah. Question for you. Do mm-hmm. you think Giannis should play this series? Yeah. You do? I mean, this is his window. I'm agreed. Yeah. <laughs> agree. I, it's, it's so hard for me. Like I agree. This is his window. If not, when? Yeah. If not, if not now, when? Yeah, because I'm I, telling I, you. It's going to be hard. It's yes, going to be hard to get back yes, next year. Yes. I just feel like. And maybe I'm just a prisoner of that moment. Mm-hmm. That injury looked really bad. Yeah, it did. And you are a big man. Mm-hmm. Like, he's seven foot. Yeah. Those All knees, that weight. Yeah, yeah, those knees don't come easy. Right. And I'm just afraid that it'll literally be just like how KD was when he came back mm-hmm. early from the Achilles injury in Golden State, messed it up again, yeah. had to sit the entire season. If Giannis ends up re-injuring that or, you know, has to get surgery, lo and behold, he tears an ACL yeah. or anything like that. He's out for the the entire season right. next season. Yeah, and their season's a wash. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with like, that. Their season's a wash, and the fact that he doesn't have a jump shot to lean on mm-hmm. is not going to make it. So any that's what better I was going to get to with him coming back. Not going to make it any yeah. better. So I just, I feel like you should give him minutes sparingly if he does in mm-hmm. fact play game one or two, but you need to gauge it. Um, he needs to be in some serious conditioning, yeah. and you need to really. Ask yourself, is it worth it to me? And I, I think, yes, a championship is worth it. Yeah. But if he's, you know, dicey out there, if he's limping mm-hmm. out there, yeah, I think you have to be on the side of caution. You have to. Yeah, I don't. Because he's your future. Right. I actually don't think he's even running in practice right now, Um, which is, I think he's only. It, it, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, his whole game is predicated on. Getting to the rim. <laughs> getting to the basket. Yeah. Being explosive. Yeah. Like he's beating people off the three point mm-hmm. line and driving, yep. moving in transition. Like he's not just you know posting you up and right. then just hitting you with fadeaways. Because he can't shoot. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not his game. Yeah. So how effective do you expect him to be? I think that um, Giannis. I mean, he obviously poses a threat just because of when he's around the rim, he's so long, so yeah, he can kind of lean length, over. Length. Um, but if he's at the three point line, you know, Aiden back up to the free throw line. Yeah, you don't need to be all the way out there at the three-point line. He's not going to shoot it. Um, I would also caution him against, like, I know Giannis, when he try, when he drives, he loves to try to do the, like, the spin the, moves. The spin move, the big spin move. I would caution him not to do that because. That plant. Yeah, thank you. That, that yeah. plant. Yeah. When, when you plant, that 
there's pressure there. Yeah. Like I think Giannis's game is so predicated on being explosive. Mm-hmm. I think that's more so why I err on the side of caution. Yeah. He needs his knees right. to do some of those moves. Yeah. And I'm I don't know, man. And like, that's I, and that's I, what I'm I, saying. I, I like they may you just use him as a decoy, honestly. They and could. I, I feel like that's more so what he's gonna be like. Mm-hmm. Because Giannis can get to the free throw line, can't shoot free throws right. that well. So but if he can't be explosive, he's he's not gonna shoot the ball. Right. So it's 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 almost a what is he doing there? Yeah. Like what is he doing there? Do you, if you're the Suns, do you attack him? No, you just play you play your game. If you're the Suns, you play your game. You've been playing your game all season long. You play your game. And I know Monty Williams is probably preaching the same exact thing. Nah. I, I, is Giannis or not Giannis, we're going to play our game. We're going to play Phoenix Suns basketball. This is how we've been playing all year. Why will we change up what we're doing just because he's hurt? You know what I mean? So I would I would imagine that you know the game plan. That's on. Does the game plan change at all if he if he's in there, but he's obviously hurt? Nope. Hobbled. Nope. I think you don't, you don't go. I at think him? regardless, he's going to play. So you're going to have to deal with it. True. And um, if I if I am Monty Williams, and let's say Giannis is on DeAndre Aiden, put him in that high screen and roll. That's what I'm saying. See, yeah. see how see, mobile he's exactly, going to be. Exactly. Exactly. That's why you try to exploit right. it. Right. Like it's unfortunate that he's hurt, but if he's in there, yeah, mm-hmm. you got to take advantage. Yeah, put you him gotta, in that high screen and roll. You take if advantage you can't of move, the weakness. Yeah, it's over. Right, you take you take advantage of the weakness. And that's that's the thing about, and I don't know people watching the Phoenix Suns that they notice this, but Phoenix really executes if you don't know what to do in a high pick and roll. Like that high screen and roll predicates their offense, or you know the 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 low boundary pick and roll with Booker coming off the off the baseline. Like those kind of set up the offense, and if you're a team that reacts slow. Or you you like kind of sitting where you're at, they're gonna eat you up. And don't 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 drop into no like two three zone. They're gonna eat you up that way because they're shooters. If you know it, you know I feel like they're gonna go man, obviously. Mm-hmm. But that high screen and roll, whether it's Brooke Lopez or whether it's Giannis, if they if they think twice about whether they should go down with Aiden or come to Chris Paul, it's over. You you don't have enough time. They're going to shoot that mid range or throwing the, the lob over your head. So you need to decide quickly what you're going to do and who, which man you're going to grab. And you know this goes back to the Chris Paul point. If you don't stop ball off that screen roll, if you don't cut him off, and he just has open space to shoot, he's going to kill you. Like yeah. you know what I mean. And you know you know Booker's going to do his thing. He's going to score the basketball. Saying, Booker's going to he's going to do. And they're probably going to try to put Middleton on Booker. Good luck. Um, you know I know Middleton's a he's a decent defender. I think, I think, good I think he's okay. I think yeah. he's okay defender. He's a pretty he's good defender, defender, but I don't I, I don't know if he's going or they could they could put um uh PJ Tucker on Booker. Either way, they could they could um, PJ Tucker is a yeah. good defender. He's as a good well. defender, but he's a very. I good know defender. they played earlier this year, and I know uh, Book kind of. Worked him out a little bit. Giannis so. is averaging forty against the Suns. Yeah, season. I know, but, <laughs> but he's lost twice. Yeah, he's lost twice, but he's averaging, he's averaging forty. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. averaging forty. But yeah, he's not going to be that same person. No. So they're not going. Where's the one thing as a Suns fan, and obviously just as as mm-hmm. a lover of the game, what's the one thing that you're worried about about the Suns? Their one weakness, if you could say one. I would say closing out um, the three pointers, the corner threes. I don't, uh, you know. That's one thing if that you worry about the corner three. You you should be worried because PJ Tucker yeah, is Mister Corner. <laughs> so that's why that's why I'm a little worried is just because it's like watching the Clippers series and seeing how many wide open corner threes they had. And I'm like, y'all gotta switch over. Like I understand that you're trying to cover up for Paul George driving every time, 
but you got wide open people in the corner and you got Brooke Lopez that can shoot the three. You got PJ Tucker that can shoot the three. You got Brent Forbes that can shoot the three. You got guys coming off the bench, Connor Ten and these guys that can shoot the three and you need to be able to stop them, close them out. Like they need to have, like you really need to defend. And you know, if you're the Phoenix Suns and you're Monty Williams, your defensive assignments and you know, your matchups that you're you're displaying and in, in you're discussing in practice, they need to be spot on because if I'm looking at how how the the Bucks uh, attack you, your defense needs to be spot on and, and you know your shooters need to be on. You know what I mean? I know Jay Crowder just had his best game of the last series, but he needs to be on. Like he has to hit because they're yeah. going to leave him open. Cam yeah. Johnson, they should not leave you open, but they're going to mm-hmm. probably leave you open and you're going to make those threes. Nah, Cam, Cam knocking them he down. He is believe knocking that. them down. <laughs> believe I that. know. Cam knocking yeah. them down. Mikel, Mikel struggled from three last series, but he needs to turn it on. So, like, I need I need these guys. And, you know, I think Campaign's going to have a good series. Um, obviously, uh, he's played he played really well uh, last series. It was actually, all three series, Campaign has played really well. He's, yeah, he's played, he's played yeah. solid the entire postseason. Yeah. He's, he's been solid the entire um, postseason. So, these guys need to come in. Torrey Craig, I mean, he's a former buck. Yep. We, got, we got him for money. And now he's a huge contributor on our team. So, I mean, why why else not to show out against your former yeah, team that traded this, you for money? True. They yeah. traded you for money. I mean, there's yeah. a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah this is true. So, uh, All right, yeah. give me the game one score prediction. Um, I would go 102-96 Phoenix. Okay, 102-96 Phoenix. I got the Suns winning game one, too. Give me... Give me 107, 103. Okay. Something like that. So some somewhere yeah, along similar. the same somewhere along the same range. The series is going to be very interesting. Yeah. I think without Giannis, the Suns wins in, win in five. Wow. I personally do. Without Giannis, I think they win in probably five. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, I just think that I don't think that the Suns are the Hawks. I don't think they're that, not. Yeah, clearly. I, I don't think that. <laughs> The Bucks will get away with that, a, a non-Giannis, and then everybody playing lights out. To me, it still won't be enough. Phoenix is a much better team than Hawks. Like, it, it much just, better. To me, it just won't be enough. Yeah. Um, I think Drew Holiday could score 25. Chris Middleton could score 30. Brooke Lopez could probably even have, you know, 10, 15. And they, won't be and, they, and they still lose the game. Yeah. I still think they can lose the game. Yeah. So that's why I say I feel like without Giannis, it's going to be tough. But I think with Giannis, and if he can play – We'll see. We'll see how he looks. Mm-hmm. But if he can play, let's say forty to fifty percent, I do think it goes six or seven. I think it goes six or seven as well. So we'll see, man. All right, some quick takes before we get out of here. Players now allowed in the NCAA to profit off their own likeness. Give Reggie back his Heisman. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Give him back all his records, all the titles, all that. Yeah. Like I'm glad about this, man. I think this is good. Yeah, it's been it's, it's been great a long, for the game. It's been a long time coming. I know I seen a quote where Dabo Sweeney said he might quit football if go on Dabo. Play, <laughs> if players start profiting, mm-hmm. and getting money, you hating? Yeah. Like what's happening with, here? with your 12 million a year? Like yo, they can't get anything, <laughs> right. but you can get paid. Like what's up with that? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, like what are we hating for? Like wh- how is this bad? Right. Like, I just want to know how is it bad and why can't players? Who literally they're putting their lives on the line the whole time. Yep. All you're doing is coaching. Like they're still have to go out That's and get banged up and play. So yeah, 
Get them paid. School's been making millions off players all these years. Literally. And the player, the minute the players want to get some kind of now, reparation, yeah, it's like now, now, now it's, it's a issue. problem. Yeah. Like now it's a problem. Like go ahead. Nah, I mean, nah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Like get them paid. Like get get paid. Right. Get paid. Get these athletes paid. They deserve it. Yeah, they do. Like Stu- they- like <laughs> you're in school, and you have no no way to support your family. You you're not making like some of these guys are coming from really bad environments. The trenches, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. And these schools, I mean, some of them paying these guys on the table. We know we know that's been happening. For yeah, years. yeah, we know how that goes. But man. other guys, you're not getting much. Like you know what if I mean? Anything, you're, right? You're just getting a scholarship, and sometimes exactly. not even that. Right. Sometimes not even that. So yeah, nah, get them paid. Like drop NCAA too while y'all at it. Facts. Like I, I, I need, need that back. Yeah, bring bring so NCAA. So my school up. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> honestly, starting high school, go to college. Yes, sir. Yo, that was the dream. It was. That was that was the dream. I had a dynasty. <laughs> all right, man. That's all I got. Want to thank everyone for listening. Everyone for tuning in again. This final start this week. So please lock in. And also, guys, I've been watching Loki. Not sure if y'all are aware of that, but Loki is a fire show. So check that out. Yeah, man. I did hear Loki was a fire show. Uh, guys, also give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. Uh, also follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and any other platform you listen to us on. Support us, five star rating, leave a review, a comment. If we see it, we will shout you out on the show. Please, please, five star ratings only. And guys, no more fireworks. It is over. July 4th is no <laughs> longer. I do not want to hear these anymore. I'm calling the cops. I'm out of here. Yep.